questions. Hey. 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 This is uh, this is our meeting after the meeting cast. Hello. Hello. And uh, with me today is Jared. Jared. Once again. Jared. And this is Anna. And uh, we just overcame. Uh, all the technical difficulties. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I, I re- forgot my recorder. And Jared, um, this podcast today is brought to you uh, by Kyle Clark. Yeah. Kyle Clark, listen to his other podcasts. This is rad. <laughs> uh, he had he had gifted uh, Jared an old Zoom H4 recorder, which we had to uh, figure out how to use. And we figured it out because we are persistent and tenacious. Mm-hmm. And we just went to a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty. That was a good one tonight. Good. Usually good one. is. Yeah. Uh, usually there's some in, some tense Friday night feelings. Yeah. Uh, meeting. Yeah, it was very. Uh, it was all all of the accents were represented today. I feel like everybody who shared had a fun accent. Yeah, we had a gay Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Or a Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> I, I was to. trying to figure out, like, why does this guy's speech pattern sound so familiar to me? Well, I wanted to lean over and whisper it to you after he shared, but I was afraid you were going like, to cackle in the middle of the meeting. I was going to so. cackle in the middle of the meeting. <laughs> I, I will laugh at any time. You're so polite. I will. I don't. I won't give a fuck. Oh. People should be laughing. Right? I'm very. I'm very. You're proper. very. You're very low profile. I'm like, let's go see what they're doing after. Let's go. Let's go fellowship. And you're like, <laughs> no. And I'm like, oh, okay. I know. I'm having this like weird nervousness. Don't be. Don't be scared. I know. But don't it's be scared. Like, it's not like me. So I'm just trying to like figure it out. And then you made a friend. I made a friend. You made a friend. I got a phone number tonight. That was in the AA way, not in the, in the, the way. <laughs> yeah, in the AA way for sure. Yeah. Um, that was it. Was pretty cool. That was pretty. That was pretty. Well, cool. I had to figure out what hell what the hell happened on Wednesday. Day, oh yeah like, trying to go to a meeting and this place i go to has like a lot of buildings <laughs> and it's like a compound of a, jesus it is a it is a jesus compound yeah but mm-hmm. i ended up at an al-anon meeting like you do like you do sometimes sometimes it was like four people and they're all very upset and i was like this is a weird meeting that's an al-anon meeting <laughs> yeah um but yeah so I, fa- I figured out what meeting to go to on Wednesdays, i love and, i love it you know it's well, uh, coming together, coming together. You figured it out. New and improved meeting schedule. I'm kind of. I'm doing the same thing. I um, I went to my my home group this this week per use, and it was uh, it was fun and exciting as always. And then um, I I got clued in on some um, they just had a uh, like a, a conference uh regarding my fellowships issues like. They have like a every two year cycle where they go through like motions mm-hmm. and it's sort of a direct democracy model. Yeah. And so there was some drums about that. So I got to hear about all those drums. That was exciting. Fun. Um, right. I was like, there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I should like, cause I'm smart enough to know how to like handle myself in those discussions. But I, and I won't back down and I won't get overwhelmed. Um, even, and I'll do, this was back in the day. This was like 10 years ago. It's gotten so much better, but I would do a thing where I would whisper an idea into a man's ear and ask him to say it. So somebody would hear it. Oh wow! Yeah. That was like a real thing. And I didn't figure out that was happening until a dude pointed it out. He was like, it's so weird. Cause like sometimes guys will just repeat what you just said and never suddenly it's a good idea. So I started to like just do that to get cut out the middleman cut out the (laughs) middleman just like whatever's the fastest way to get out of this business meeting and um and then uh yeah but then i i remember like i've got so much on my plate and um and also i become a crazy person i mean i'm just an obsessive as you've discovered, I'm just an obsessive, crazy person, and I don't yeah. want to make being of service my new addiction, you know, although there are worse ones. That's true. Um, but, yeah, I went to I went to a different meeting. I went to, like, a, I went to a, a ECOA meeting, uh, which was uh, interesting, because I hadn't been in a really, really yeah. long time. I got their book. I've never been, but I should probably go. There, yeah, you qualify. It was weird. It was one of those things where it was like some of the shares, because I'm so used to like a really structured share. And that's like one of the things about Alan on. I'm like, what in the fuck are we sharing about in here today? Like, yeah. what is going on, Linda? Like, <laughs> chat. And then um, 
I was in the ECOA meeting and there were a couple of shares where I was like, I don't know what's happening. And then, um, I, a woman shared the exact same thing. Oh, thank you. Uh, a woman shared the exact same thing that happened. She was like, I was helping my mother move from her condo to her assisted living and she became super abusive and then called me the next day and was like, <laughs> just to remind you, you need to send me a Mother's Day card. I'm like, you're not even it. She just basically shared, I mean, minus the car theft to end all of the screaming, which I'm sure that all occurred. She basically shared a thing that just happened to me. So I think I'm going to keep going back to those meetings. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah, I replaced I had bought a book for that fellowship a long time ago then it got all damaged when I was moving and I uh I found another I got another book and the funniest thing about ACOA's books is they're 25 pounds they're the biggest book <laughs> like they are they're the biggest of the big books they're the biggest of the big books and I I jokingly said to a woman I made a friend I jokingly said to her um well at least if this doesn't work for me, I can just hit people with it <laughs> and that'll solve my problem. And she, she, she sort of laughed in that sort of like, <laughs> like she knew it was very inappropriate, <laughs> but she was like, <laughs> like kind of, kind of adjusting to my super dark sense of humor, yeah. which was, uh, that was, well, that was good. Sometimes I have friends, they like do in addition to their like addiction fellowships, they'll do like, like other types of stuff going on fellowship, like family oriented stuff. Mm -hmm. And they just lose their sense of humor. And it just makes me sad. Right. <laughs> I once said to my, I once said to my friend, I was like, I was like, I'm so happy for you and your newfound recovery. I just miss when you were fun. Like you just haven't <laughs> been fun in like six months. And I just want you to be fun. <laughs> but I understand yeah. that that's not where you're at right now. Yeah. So <laughs> when I told my mom, I ended up at an Al-Anon meeting. She goes, ugh. Those people, all they do is complain. <laughs> right. And then she just like always bags on Alan on people. But it's funny because her sponsor will say, yes, but we made them that way. <laughs> <gasps> oh, her sponsor's a gangster. Her sponsor's like got a million years. This like super nice old lady that like you wouldn't even think to <clears throat> would be like that. But she's definitely like throws it right back at you. She's tough. Have you ever seen the television show Mom? No. There is a the kind of the woman who sponsors most of the women in that group mm -hmm. is a um she's like that. She oh, would okay. say that. She'd be like, "Yeah, but you made them that way." Yeah. So deal with it. Here's your part. Here's your part. <laughs> this like is why you don't like it. Really. Yeah, and it's like a running gag because sometimes she'll like chime in to say something to like show people like reflect what the part is and somebody yeah. will just be like Marjorie I don't even want to hear it right now like whatever <laughs> you're gonna say I don't want to say it I don't want to hear it I don't I'm not ready for that yet yeah. which is really funny <laughs> like when Carol was like when you said hi to Carol at the meeting that yeah <laughs> she's like I'm so glad you're here yeah I said hi to Carol today and she was so cute because she was just like I don't think she knows I don't think she remembers me I don't think so. She probably meets a lot of people and it's like a lot of sponsors. Yeah, I don't I don't think she remembers yeah. me at all. But she saw, yeah. Yeah. But she anyway, I think she just You were much better this week. You were less crazy eyed. Yeah. Well I had okay, so last week I got uh I had an interesting thing happen. So right before the meeting last week somebody sent me like a professional opportunity which I was really really excited about and all I could think about it was like it was like somebody had just put <laughs> drugs in directly into my ego like yeah. i was just like oh, i want to do this <laughs> that's all i want to do right now and then it took me a couple of days i ended up getting it done but in the process of getting it done and what brought me to an acoa meeting was in the process of getting it done i went through like 50 shades of fear all at once i was like all the ways that i just wish i had this sort of like self-centered ego that i see a lot of comedians have which is like i'm the fucking best at this i do not question yeah. it everyone else is a piece of shit in comparison to me i don't have that oh I, you mean you wish you were a man <laughs> I, oh yeah i wish i had in every way i wish i i wish i was a man just a I, big just, swing and comedy day. just a big swing and comedy day and so um so yeah i i wish Wish I had that that confidence, but I don't. And so I had to like go through all those fears and all that stuff that I had, and it, it was so much came up. So like 
around the roasting stuff I used to do and may do again. I don't know. But like around that was a lot of, um, cause my, they gave me that hormone therapy. Right, I got yeah. sick last year and then they gave me that hormone therapy. And I realized I, I felt like I had to walk around telling people and I still like, I have a lot of shame and guilt over just my defects being amplified during that time. Um, because of the hormone therapy, which is like very much outside of my control. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? It was like all the fun of like, being bitchy from something like Suboxone or being bitchy from like coming, like kicking yeah. drugs, but like none of the high had occurred. I was just a <laughs> cunt for no reason. And I felt like I had to like tell everybody like, like, hi, uh, I know you haven't seen me in six months, but, uh, my pussy almost fell off. And so they had to give me all these hormones. Anyway, I'm better now. And there's nothing less convincing when somebody says to you, um, I'm doing great. <laughs> Like I'm better now or I'm, I ran into somebody the other day. I was like, Oh man, I'm so sorry about your breakup. And he was like, Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I was like, I don't believe you. I don't, I like, I want to believe you, but like, I don't float down here. Yeah, sure. Exactly. We're all float. Oh God. That's so funny. So that was my, like, that was my like weird, um, experience with that. And then, and then in the middle of it, my brain was like, okay, well you've conquered that fear. What's the last thing we can throw at you? I know you should get in contact with your completely insane drug addict family and like try to see how that's going. And in one of her emails, she had said she had, uh, dementia. And I was like, I reached out to my uncle was like, hey, you should handle this dementia situation. <laughs> and his response was, I don't know why your relationship with grandma's so bad. And I was like, wait a minute, you're missing the point wow. about the dementia. Really? <laughs> Yes, topic. it was really off topic. His literally his response was like, well, my re- my daughter's relationship with grandma is just fine. So I don't understand why she would respond that way to you. And it's like, well, she might actually have dementia. You should follow up yeah. <laughs> as her son. You might want to consider following up. Don't know. I don't know. Uh, but I was like that just that sequence of like getting in my own way enough. I was like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll go to this meeting. And when I shared, cause usually when I share stuff about my health or about my family, people, even the most patient, kind, compassionate people, even people like yourself just glaze over. Cause it's too much information. There's a lot going on. It's, it was like, I think I, I did talk to you every day this week as you were going through that. I, you, yes, <laughs> you did. Thank God. Um, there was just a lot, like most people just gloss over, but it was so funny cause I was talking about my family stuff at this ACOBA meeting and they were like a woman just looked at me and went, Oh yeah, they made a, they made you the problem. And I was like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So they, there's one lady, this gem of a woman sat me down and explained, she was like, here's the difference between the two meetings. She was like, so the difference between Al-Anon and ACOA is Al-Anon's like a solve. Like you just put this balm on the infection and it goes away eventually. Mm-hmm. And ACOA is like a surgeon with a scalpel. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I can, I can dig that. And and she, she broke it down. She was like, so what we do here, one thing that's a little different is we do take the inventories of the people in our lives and the dynamic of the people, or at least the inventory of that dynamic rather than, and including our own inventory instead of just staying like, this is my inventory. I shouldn't take other people's inventories. Cause I, cause, cause we, I kind of talked to her about that. I was like, I don't want to take anybody else's inventory. She was like, Oh no, actually we kind of do that a little bit here. That's kind of the difference. And I was like, Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Fun. I guess like, (laughs) I don't don't want to be like, I don't want to be like a person. I don't, uh, you know, for somebody who really struggles with feeling like a victim, sometimes I don't want to be that kind of person who's like, well, it's your fault. Right. You want to get in that trap of thinking pattern. Yeah. But I also know that I'm not crazy. Like I do know that like my family relationships are highly disruptive to my being. And I've always, (laughs) I've always been so, so like, that's not new. Like, (laughs) and like, and, and it's at this point, like, I knew, I, I think I told you this, I don't know if I mentioned this before on the pod, but my sponsor, I was talking to my sponsor about it 
I like e- I forwarded her some of my grandmother and I's email correspondence because we're basically down to just like emailing. Right. And she was like, I I don't. <clears throat> her response was very much like, I don't know if I'm equipped to deal with this. Like her response was like, this is. I she she was like I'm sorry I instructed you to just be kind and loving to this person because yeah. she's more than that it's yeah. like more than just being kind and loving you have to like really protect yourself from this yeah, human it's very toxic and yeah it's super you're toxic. being abused yeah I mean I want to like yeah I guess yeah, yeah you are you're being emotionally uh-huh. manipulated and abused thanks by your grandmother thank just you just FYI I'm not crazy okay okay I thank you no I appreciate it <laughs> just you saying that I'm like oh thank God I'm not crazy because <laughs> when somebody gaslights you when it's especially when it's your family member who you're supposed to like who you're supposed to love and i think i think the missing key here is that my my mother did that to me like there was a fun moment when i was younger i was like 15 years old and my mom is hitting me she's Mm -hmm. she's not just hitting me she's on top of me she has me pinned down by she has her legs over my shoulders right so very um mma like fucking ground and pound kicking my ass (laughs) so she's got me pinned down and she's bitch slapping me that's the funny part it's open open hand slapping because it doesn't um it doesn't leave a mark right so she's open hand slapping so like pimp slapping just like open backhand front hand backhand <laughs> and she's and she goes and she's yelling i don't know why you keep me at arm's distance and i was like this this thing you're doing right now this this is the thing yeah this is why i don't want you to touch me you're mean and she she did like i like it was such a surreal moment and then i think the the glitch with my grandma and i which there's always been in the absence of my mom. So when my mom was in jail, my grandma wild out on me and then I moved out. My mom moved in, my grandma wild out on her. And I think, and then when I lived with my mom, she wild out on me. Mm-hmm. And I suppose what I'm supposed to do is have a child and wild out on that child right. without Nick Cannon. I'm supposed to wild out <laughs> on that child. <laughs> and so, which I don't want to do. And, um, and so she, uh, she, when my mom died, my grandma is just, I remember saying this out loud around her funeral, like right after her funeral mm-hmm. to my uncle, I will not play the role that you want that of my mom and this family. Yeah. You guys need to not, I'm going to, I'm going to not spend Christmas or Thanksgiving with you guys this year. I'm going to give you guys some time. Oh God, you should come to my place. I, I know. Oh my God. I know. Oh my God, so many, so much white people food. Oh, so much white people food. It's going to be great. Um, bring Stuart. Bring Stuart. It'll be so much fun. But I, I remember doing that. And I think this year too, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to spend time with them for a little while. Yeah. Cause, no, that's cause, good. You need the distance. Yeah. Then. I mean, I, I get she's 86 and I get that she's, you know. Yeah. But all those excuses run thin when it gets to the intensity that you're experiencing it at. Like the relationship is not, I mean, if she was kind of crazy and had a little dementia and was like kind of mean, like a lot of older people do when they get Alzheimer's, <laughs> they can get mean. You know? Yeah. Like, Grandma's racist again. That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. She's had but that one. Come between out. that and like her, like, I mean, for someone who might have dementia, she's very adept at emotionally manipulating you. I know. She's so good so, at it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You do have to be careful. Yeah. But what I think my part in this situation is I opened the email and I responded to it in the middle of a writing assignment. Yeah. I remember Which, you telling me that on the phone. I don't know. Did I say this out loud or did I only think it in my head? You're like, bitch, why the fuck did you do that? No, you didn't say it out oh, loud, okay. but you're correct. Why would I do that? In, in the middle of this intense, stressful situation. Why would you do that? You're just like, fuck it. Like, boom, I'm going to throw a bomb. I'm going to throw more yeah. intensity into it. And I still managed to, like, get it done. It yes. was just crazy. I, I wonder if, like that type of writing requires a little bit of me feeling cornered too. Probably. Yeah. Which is, I, that's not necessarily healthy either, but, um, but ultimately like I got it done. I'm super proud of myself. I stood up for myself with my mom, with my grandma and my uncle, like any email that starts with boundaries are not abuse. Boundaries are not abuse. I'm I've and and I never once called her a cunt. I've never through this whole process called her a cunt. I've literally just said, <laughs> and she deserves that. I literally have just said, your behavior in this situation 
is not okay for these reasons. I've literally right. just boiled it down to your behavior. And even when I spoke to my uncle about it and I screen capped the emails and his like response was like to only respond to like her character assassination in the emails. And I was just like, her, if you believe this antecedent behavior is a result of her being upset and not a result of her being ill, that's on you. But I would just describe it as bad behavior yeah. because at the end of the day, I actually don't think she's a bad person. I think she is. Yeah, she has her own illnesses and a, yeah, spiritual maladies that she's dealing with, like we all did. A deeply just... flawed and very <laughs> lonely and upset person. Yeah. And there isn't anything I can do for her I, at this point, yeah. like other than not call her a cunt to her face. I yeah. think that might be the best that's I good. could do. Yeah. That's, a, that's a good start. <laughs> it might be. I, would, I mean, it would be. <sighs> It would, it would be funny. It really would be funny to just lean in and go, you're a cunt. <laughs> and just like walk away. Yeah. But I can't do that. There's a very specific part of Zelda Breath of the Wild mm -hmm. that always reminds me of you and your grandma. Because when all that shit went down and you're telling me the big story of all that happened, I had you on headphones and I was playing Zelda at the same time. <laughs> and it's like this one... <laughs> part of the game and now when i replay it i always think of like your grandma <laughs> that's you. so funny well the, the the backstory of that is my grandma very very sweetly um well she hit her she hit her house with her car and then my car got totaled and then she offered to give me her car because she should not be driving anymore because she has these dizzy spells so i i have the car it's in my name and then i went to visit her and she got mad at me and she stole the car but how an 86 year old woman steals a car is she just walks up to you like a gangster. Well, what she did too, it's like very ISIS. Like she's very like, she's a sleep deprivation person. So she'll keep you up all night and then she'll wake you up at like butt fuck early in the morning. Yeah. So she's banging around all night. And then I hadn't stayed in her home in like five years. Cause she's that crazy. I don't feel like safe under the same roof and none of her doors have locks on them. So she just like busts in at like butt fuck early <laughs> in the morning. And so she's yelling at me for not being awake yet. And then just took the, and, and then I was like, listen, like it's not, it's not okay to speak to me this way. If you're going to keep speaking to me this, this way, I have to leave. Cause it's not like, I love you, but the way you're speaking yeah. to me is not okay. And I'm going to leave. And so she just took my car keys and left with a car and those car keys have my house keys. They have my, uh, they have my boyfriend's house keys. Yeah. They have like keys for work. They have like stuff that like I can't be without. So I had to come back and come back and take the keys. And when I left and she's screaming at me the whole time. And when I left, she was like, um, she said, it was very funny. Uh, she said, uh, if you leave, that's this is goodbye forever and wow. i said goodbye forever and i and i just laughed i was like because she was like you can't leave yet and it's i was like, like watching like, gone with the wind it was she's so dramatic she's and... so she speaks like this because she was she did theater in college she's like bitch you're from fresno where did you get this voice i swear to god that side of my family is such a waste of white privilege i swear to god it's wasted on them it truly is um but uh and she did get racist in her old age too she was telling me the reason why my cousin couldn't get into college was the asians oh right filling up all the spots all them asians <laughs> taking them spots and i was like oh my god grandma you're killing me right now um but uh yeah so that's that's what and then i went to an acoa meeting and i i felt better actually makes sense yeah some of the like i said some of it's like shares from space yeah shares from <laughs> space and everybody there's like a different like level of uh, abused. I'm a feisty person is my thing. So yeah. like, I don't, even when I was like trying to go to Al-Anon, like the lady I asked to sponsor me was like, you know, you're very extroverted, which is different. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you're not crying in the back and not saying anything. It's weird. <laughs> I know. Well, I did, I did a ton of therapy and if that's where you're at and you're listening to this, that's where you're at. That's fine. I just, I'm a naturally crazy extroverted person. Yeah. I'm a comic and I also, uh, you know, I'm also just a spouse. <laughs> so, so yeah, you were correct. I did definitely, 
But the fact that I compulsively did that, like I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, I shouldn't do that. But I was like, yeah. but I do need to know if I should send her a Mother's Day card or whatever. Like, I don't know why I checked in with that. But anyway. You had to ask her before you sent her a card? I didn't really have to ask her. I was just trying to figure out like. You're trying to see where she was. Well, because she, the first two lines of the email were like, were I was. poking the bear. Well, no, the first two lines of the email were, which I didn't open, but you can see it in your like thing. Right. It was like. I was reflecting on our conversation and I was like, Oh, and she was, it, but it, it was, I was reflecting on our conversation and I figured the only resolution can come from, uh, you are the only resolution that can come is the acceptance that I have dementia and you are cruel. <laughs> and I was like, wow, what? Okay. That's why I was like, we need to talk about this dementia. Sounds like that. Do you and I was just like, what's your diagnosis? Because she also has claimed to have cancer and she claimed to have dementia a few years ago when she right. didn't have dementia. I like quit my job and like went to like take care of yeah. her. Like I had to like ask for my job back. What an awkward conversation to be like, hey, I'm sorry, my I got crazy ga- grandma. I got gaslit by my grandma. Can I have my job back? It was like literally like a four day turnaround and they were cool about it. So um but anyway, how's your week? How's sponsor search? Sponsor search. Sponsor search. I didn't see him tonight. I didn't either. But he is like I told you, like going through chemo right now. Right. So I'm like, should I wait and like try and talk to him more and see what's going on, or just like be like, all right, now's not the time, obviously, and like just be open to someone else. And uh, I think you should just ask him. Ask him. Don't decide for him. Yeah, that's true. I'm. I'm, I'm kind of already like. I don't want to be a burden and yeah, you're not a burden. You're so low key. (laughs) I'm a burden. (laughs) I'm a burden. I'd be like, Hey, just so you know, even though I have 15 years, I'm kind of a lot. Yeah. And it's, um, and there's people I've like connected to in the rooms, but they kind of, I don't have that much time or I mean, they don't like, I have more time than them. Yeah. And so I don't want to, that's why sponsor search. Yeah. The, see, the lady at ACOA told me she's been going to those meetings for like six years, mm-hmm. and I think she has like six years in another fellowship. Okay. And, um, or like more time in another fellowship, maybe more. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't ask. Um, but she did tell me that the way they work steps there because so many people have multiple. Like twelve step programs going on. Yeah, what they do is they get together in little groups and they work steps as a group. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so that might be an option. I might keep my long distance sponsor and then have this like secondary sort of sponsorship. Yeah, group exactly. Have these like people who you know understand my that also that other side of my addiction, which is like (laughs) just this like weird psych hospital nightmare that is my family (laughs) um and it's interesting in gay meetings too because the whole gender thing is yeah like not an issue because like in like regular a meetings usually people the same gender sponsor each other issues yeah but I'm I'm pretty rigid about that. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I it can't. makes sense, but then the, the, like in the meetings, like in the gay meetings, you hear like, "Oh, my sponsor," and it'll be a guy who has a female sponsor. Yeah. And, um, so I'm not sure, because I'm not I'm kind of new to gay meetings. I haven't really been to a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, they're great. They're, yeah, they're fantastic. They're fantastic. I'm like, I should have been doing this a long time ago. So much fun. <laughs> but I'm just not sure like how that works. Like, should I look for a female sponsor or should I stick with a gay guy who like would understand like my relationship issues better? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I think you'll know. Yeah. You'll just know. I mean, I had. Okay. Did I tell you about how I got my sponsor, Kathy? Yeah. From before? Yeah. I just didn't like, I just didn't. I just was like, it's going to be either Kathy or Debbie. I'm going to ask yeah. one of these broads. That's what's going to happen. And then they both weren't there. And then I went to another <laughs> meeting and one of them was there. And I was like, oh, okay. So it was just one of those. I think you just, my experience has been if I, if I open myself to, if I ask my higher power, like what to do or who to reach out to, that person will avail themselves to me in, in some way. Yeah. You know, whether. And they even have the sponsorship like announcement at these meetings too. Or yeah. Like people raise their hands if they want to be sponsors. Yeah. 
So I should, hear and he it. raises his hand. So oh, he does. Yeah. Well, then talk to him. I know. I'm just being an idiot. It might just be. It might just be. Yeah. Yeah, you're just being an idiot. I love you. Just just yeah. talk to him. Because it's like a, it's a combination of me being like, I don't want to burden him while he's going through this, and then a combination of my selfishness with like, why do I? Why would I get a sponsor who might die in like six months? <laughs> <laughs> well, here, you know, well, uh, I mean, it's a very like horrible thing, but like that's just that, like how I'm feeling. True, sometimes. true. But you could meet somebody in that sponsorship family because yeah. if 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 it does come to that, he'll probably like when I've moved, I've recommended that my sponsees reach out to other women. And I will say these women I think would be appropriate for yeah. you. Um, so maybe even ask him, I mean, even, I wouldn't even look that far into the future yeah, because I know, that's like... in the present sponsoring you might take his mind off of what could possibly happen in the future, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. I know. I'm just being a dumb. Don't beat up on idiot. yourself. <laughs> don't beat up. It's it's weird if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't quite understand. When you're new, you're like, I'm new and I need a sponsor, and everybody's like, I want to sponsor you. And then you have like your pick of the litter. When you're, when you have time, it's a little different because you got to find somebody with more time than you. Right. And then usually they're twice as busy as you. Right. They'll have like a bunch of sponsees. They already have a gang of sponsees. Yeah. And. And, but the nice thing, what I found when I asked my last couple of sponsors to sponsor me is because I have more time, there was like a very, like, there's a certain needing now. And I know I'm a lot, but there's a a neediness to a newcomer that you don't possess. Mm -hmm. And so when you call, even if you call every day, it isn't going to be the same, like, I got oh my a God, flex. I'm out. My God. Ah, yeah. Like it isn't going to be like that. It's going to be like, yeah, you know, I was at work and this, and that is in its own way refreshing. I've had sponsors tell me that before. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I'm excited. I'm excited for you to ask him. I know. I think he, I usually see him at the Monday meeting. So Get him. we shall see. We shall see. Uh, the meeting tonight was dope. It was very funny. Yeah, it was fun. Um, uh, here's this is great. I'm always um, I always put money in the basket, but I always put more money in like the H and I can. Yeah, because my first meeting was in a oh. hospital. Do you do H and I? I've I've done it once where I've gone to um, a facility actually in Simi Valley. Nice with my mom, and we nice. talked together about getting clean. Yeah, we got to get my mom on here. Too. I know that would but, be great. Um, well, for she's Mother's like, Day, <laughs> I know she's like, "What is this?" And we're like, "We go to a meeting and then we talk." Yeah, about or we the, could have her on just to do your 12, to do twelve, 12 questions. questions. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Um, but yeah, no, that's the only time I've done like a like a gig at a H and I gig kind of thing. Yeah, I was, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Like I, taking I a panel. I wanted to go back to. Um, where I was in Santa Barbara hmm. and do one there and be kind of fun. You should find out who brings their panel in. Yeah. And then ask them if you can come in. You'd probably yeah. be really excited. Right. Because it's hard to find somebody to come into a panel every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you were like, hey, if you ever have any drops in your paneling schedule, I'm down to come in. They'd be like, ah, so excited. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, so I always give it the H&I can because it's like... Aww. Have a soft spot for it, but, but the, the, can, the the guy in charge of H and I was not there this week. No, well, he, he, he was, was there, but, but the can wasn't there the can because wasn't there. last week it, the can was also gone. Because <laughs> last week he gets up, makes an announcement about H and I, blah blah blah, and then he apologizes because he has to pass around a cup. Um, the H and I can is indisposed because he's been bedazzling it, <laughs> and, and the glue is still drying. So that was last week. So I'm like, okay, this is insane. I have to tell Anna and I told her not to tell you. So then this week he gets up again and goes, so sorry again, the newly bedazzled H&I can I left uh, on my desk at work. So Nobody, I'm certain nobody asked for this can to be bedazzled. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. But maybe him bedazzling that can kept him from having a drink for a week or two. Like, Like what? I just love the idea of a business meeting where they're like motion on the floor. 
Okay. <laughs> group conscience. Group, we need to take a group conscience. Do we want the H&I can to be bedazzled? Because he had to buy bedazzling supplies. He had to buy rhinestones. Maybe he already had all that shit lying around. What is his life like? I don't know. He looks like a lot of fun, though. Yeah, he really does. He was, like, tall and athletic and, like, kind of, like... But the thing is, is he was wearing, like, all black. Like He always wears all black. But he's bedazzling things. We got to know more about him. Yeah. That's our goal for next week is to talk to Bedazzled Can Man. Bedazzled Can Man. And find out (laughs) how it got bedazzled. What he had to do to bed at, I want to know. I'm going to corner it his him. his idea? Did someone say, like, you should probably bedazzle that? I'm going to corner him. Is he a known him. bedazzler? Is he a known bedazzler? Yeah. Like, if he pulls out his cell phone, I want you to get his number. And and then if he pulls out his cell phone and, <laughs> and it's, it's bedazzled. all bedazzled, <laughs> will he bedazzle my cell phone case? Right? Like, there's a lot of things to ask him. Oh, for sure. And we have to, we have to investigate. The important queries. <laughs> yes. There were a couple of quotes from the meeting I really enjoyed. Uh, one of which was just a random aside of a guy just being like, Crack is whack and meth is death. Yeah. Fun accent. Yes. Adorable. Yeah, he always has that amazing accent. But people did it. He, there was also a moment where he was like, okay, I'm done. And everybody yeah. laughed. It was so Because he's so gay and Latin and it's like. So just a. Just uh, spicy. Just a, he's, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, just like a picante flavored condom, this man. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> just. He does the chips at another meeting. Mm-hmm. And so he'll be like. When it gets to like six months, he'll be like waving his arm, be like, have a cake. Have a cake. And then he'll get to nine months and he goes, it's a baby. See, he did that <laughs> yeah. in the meeting too. And I was, I have to remember, I'm such a curmudgeon. Meeting me can be very a curmudgeon. Like, yeah. So I was like, oh, don't say that. Because I've heard it all. All the you little callback okay, things. Let's, and... Okay. So it's uh, the white trip. Uh, it's white for surrender. Right? Mm-hmm. What other things have you heard? Um... I, when I, this is the first meeting I've gone to that has had a lot of callbacks, like with the rack thing and like all that oh, stuff. That's in my fellowship. That's there's a whole in Long Beach. There's a few meetings where a bunch of people got cleaned at this one uh, treatment center, mm-hmm. and they have like a whole. It's like a whole interactive Rocky Horror Picture Show experience. Wow. Yeah. Have, like, it's <laughs> are there like, props? <laughs> they they have chants and like. It's very much like in the Akipah sense because Akipah has a lot of chance too. Yeah. Um, it has that. Sorry, my microphone keeps like <laughs> running like, away. That's not even pointed towards it's your not face. Even <laughs> um, but it, they have a lot of. Uh, they have a lot of like weird. Like uh, one of the things they go is, you take this chip because you never ever 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 have to use again if you don't want to for the rest of your life and then they go it's like the craziest and they do it for every single chip it's crazy but it bother me the things i've seen like because i've heard um, the like it's red so you because you've got some blood in your drug stream and it's no, I've never, you never heard that yeah. one. I've heard. I've, I mean, the ones I see at every meeting are like at the end of chapter five when people like say the last line with the reader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with, um, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and then there's like, what's the line in the big book about stomping it out or they'll stomp. Do they stomp? They stomp. Oh my God. Not, not this meeting, but I've been to other meetings. Do they balk during the, and sometimes some people balk. Yeah. I've heard the balk. I've heard the balk. Fun and gay. Cause let me balk. That's a fun balk. <laughs> Normally if it wasn't a gay meeting, I do get, a, I, here's what I heard at the meeting. Cause when they say nice rack, mm-hmm. like for, we have literature in the rack. Right. Nice rack. I'm like, ugh. 2018 can yeah. we stop nice racking the quit sexually harassing the rack yeah leave the rack alone <laughs> i'm uncomfortable yeah but this one guy said because i always used to say one of these days i'm going to put all the literature in a bag and i'm going to say in that sack nice sack <laughs> <laughs> so all the literature and they'll be like nice sack but one guy what did he say that was so funny it was um was it the literature guy clock nice clock Says that tonight? Yeah, a guy whispered because somebody was like, you know, at this time of the meeting and like a timer, and he was like, nice clock. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That really cracked me up at a gay meeting. That's extra fun. That hard K, mm, (laughs) spicy. I loved it. 
but yeah, yeah they and were your, your girlfriend read tonight your... my my girlfriend i love a i love a certain t- i love a just a real just like lesbian lady yeah. who just like just yeah she read tonight and then um there was another quote i really liked it was i'd rather shoot for the stars and miss than aim for the gutter and make it yeah and i was like ooh, ooh. Yeah. the lady who said that i like her a lot yeah she usually shares every meeting and yeah i noticed fun and yeah um yeah, it was like, a, oh, she'd be a fun sponsor, but we have like the same amount of time. So, I was like, yeah, well, yeah. you can always ask her who sponsors her. That's true. Ooh, You're so full of good ideas, Anna. Ooh. I'm just like making excuses for myself left and right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know. But hopefully, I'm gonna go to another ACOE meeting and. I'm going to, cause I did talk to my sponsor this week too. Yeah. Cause I was like all these things. And she was like, totally talk me through it. What a sweet oh lady. My God, how cute would it be? My mom doesn't have more time than you, but if like my mom sponsored you, that'd be oh, so cute. She's a really good sponsor. Oh, be, she sounds she like a really good ladies. And she's Aww. always like whipping them into shape. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. She sounds like she, she doles out a really good assignment. Oh, my mom loves a good assignment. Oh, there's so much homework going on. You have no idea. <laughs> I feel like I'm writing because I'm like writing the art, like I'm doing the artist's way. And then like, I'm like trying to do some step right. I feel like I'm writing like a lot. Just all the time. All the you time. have so many writing assignments. I have so many do. writing assignments. That artist's way is like that it's all writing assignments. Yeah. And at one point she just starts quoting the big book, which is very funny. Yeah. Like she's just like, listen, like she gets like about halfway through the book and she's like done pretending she's not just like a AA person with a billion years. Yeah. She's just like in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. I'm like, Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. Um, I would say that the artist way is not a book you should walk into if you're an addict with an untreated program. Yeah. I think it's, uh, if you are an addict, do some 12 step work, then do the artist's way. If you're not an addict and you're just doing the artist's way, I'm sorry for all the God language. Yeah. But she explains it in the beginning. Yeah. She really yeah. like that says, you know, it's like the same thing in the meetings. Like it doesn't have to be like, it's an easy catch all for, whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Way to refer to it. God. 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 Um, I feel like I've talked a lot, but. But you always talk a lot. Oh. (laughs) Oh my God. But you're, I'm, I'm happy that you're like, I think next week what we got to do is we got a fellowship. Yes. That's the next goal. Cause I found, if I don't have a show, I found an open mic I can hit a couple open mics I can hit before go to the meeting fellowship okay do the pod you get a sponsor and i will it's i'm all gonna happening it's <laughs> all happening i'm gonna go to my acoa meeting this sunday and i'll investigate for step writing groups special mother's day edition so, oh my god <laughs> they all shared about mother's day they all shared about mother's day and there was like a lot of i, for, I totally forgot to send cards by the way i'm gonna actually text a picture of the card to my stepmom and say the card is in the mail. I'm so sorry. I love you. I'm also going to call her, but I want her to know that it's in the mail. Um, and then, um, I'm just going to send a card late to my grandmother. Um, and I'm just going to say, love Anna. Anna, that's it. I'm not going to like, you know, send her a directory of dementia love your cruel daughter Gr- granddaughter Gr- love, yeah yeah well that's how that's how i can tell the boundaries are all fucked up because everyone refers to me as her daughter it got very convenient like at one point i just started asking questions i was like do you realize i said this to my uncle and grandmother i was like do you realize that you call me kim like every third time you say my name wow and they were like Oh, well, I... <laughs> that's how they talk. <laughs> One punching bag's as good as another. Exactly. What is your name? <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, and it, here's, it's complicated. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate, I so appreciate all the kind and wonderful and loving things that they've also done yeah. for me with throughout the years. But like, enough is enough. I know. <laughs> that's why I'm like. I listened to your story and I'm like, God damn, I'm lucky because all my family either got into a program or is very like self-aware or is yeah. dry. 
The dry ones are fun. fun. That's my, yeah. Everyone's got a dry yeah. one. Everyone's, well, not in my family. There's no dry ones in my family. <laughs> They're wet or dead. Yeah. <laughs> wet or dead. <laughs> so, but that's, yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's fine. It's, I'm, it always, it, it always comes up. It's always worse when I'm in a relationship mm-hmm. um, because I become very aware of how they're fucked up because I don't want to involve another person in my family because they're so toxic. And then I think they get a little afraid. I'm sure it wasn't appreciated that I spent Christmas with Stuart's family. Yeah. You know, but you probably had a better time. Oh, much better time. But I did talk to them. Isn't this the big mother's day weekend? Yes. Yes. And it was okay. So you are correct that because Stuart wanted Stuart's mom wears fur to steakhouses. Like she's, Boo Legit. But didn't she pick her own restaurant and make the reservation? She picked right? her own restaurant and made yeah, the reservation. Okay. It was so cute. Because I was like, hey, uh instead I was like, I talked him into like making dinner and I was like, hey, why don't wait a minute, before we start buying food and like making plans yeah. and like going to Jared's and practicing risottos. Right. <laughs> why don't we uh ask her what she wants to do? You know, like ask her. Yeah. Let's see what, like, she's the boss lady. She probably has a thing she has in mind rather than assuming. And she, within 10 minutes, had like, within like seconds of each text, was like, uh, here's a restaurant I like. Uh, here's another idea. I made a reservation. <laughs> it was like, Perfect. there was, there was like no time for us to even respond. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so the, the real challenge will be, uh, since she does wear fur to dinner, I do have a, uh, I found it at a thrift store, a Diane von Furstenberg little black dress Okay. that I'm probably going to wear with like a nice coat yeah. and like a clutch. I think you need to borrow my uh, sweatshirt again. <laughs> I might need to borrow your sweatshirt. Um, but I think that'll be the, that will be the, the thing is like at least dressing nice enough to, yeah. you know, where are you going? A AOS. It's a tapas bar. Oh, okay. Tapas <laughs> bars. Tapas bars for people who don't drink are a real bummer because they, in it's, it's in a Mother's Day situation. It's ideal because she's in, Stuart and I are going to pick up the check, obviously. Right. And she will fight us on that, and I'm going to have to teach him the way of like just when the second we get seated to give his credit card to the waiter yeah. and say, "Do not let that woman pay." I understand she's the queen of the banks yeah. <laughs> and she might try to get you, but it's fine. Don't let her pay. So, so we're going to slip, we're going to slip a credit card in. That'll be the, that'll be the plan. But normally, um, every time I go to tapas bars, have you ever had this happen where you go to tapas bars with like regular people and they buy sangria? I feel like I'm not going to tapas bars that often. <sighs> I just always want a meal. I'm like, I want my own plate. Yeah. A food. Just a big meatloaf sandwich. And uh, <laughs> a nice what? big plate of churros. I'm so excited that the meeting that we're going to does fellowship at uh, a different diner than the one that we went to. Because they said it. They did? They did at one meeting. I heard them say what meeting, what diner they go to. Oh, okay. Um and that being said, I'm, I'm glad it's not the diner we went to where I almost killed myself with meatloaf. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that diner. There's you nothing just, wrong with that diner. Just your impulse control. Is horrendous. <laughs> when it comes to food, it has historically been horrendous. It's really one time my uh, my uncle on the white side of the family, this is a very white story because it starts on a yacht. He had a boat. He had a boat and he was like he took me out on this boat and he had this family sized bag of Doritos and I'm eight. And what's the best thing in the world to, you know, Doritos uh, are great. I fucking love Doritos. the best thing. Yeah. Right. So I ate, I ate 
as much as I could of these Doritos. And he said to my mom, and I quote, she managed to throw up more than I think she ate. I have no <laughs> idea how, because I get seasick really easily. I was like, oh, I'm going to go on this boat, but I'm eight. I have no impulse control. I'm aware that I get sick all the time, but I, I'm eight. So whatevs, whatevs. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating all these Doritos and then I just vomited all over a yacht in front of his girlfriend. What kind of Doritos? Just straight cool up ranch? regulars. Oh, regulars. Regulars. Oh. Not even the Cool Ranch. Mm. Just the regulars. I couldn't eat a regular Dorito for like six years. I was Cool Ranch all the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, no, no impulse control when it comes to food, but I already have enough programs in my life. I don't need, I yeah. love those people who are like, I go to 85 programs. I have 200 sponsors. I'm like, yeah. that sounds exhausting. When do you sleep? When do you sleep? Girl, I got to watch a drag race. I Girl, I got to watch drag race. I got Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Uh, speaking of drag race. We're going to watch some Drag Race yeah. tonight. Well, I'm sorry. You wanted to watch it before. but I, I did was, watch it before. You did watch it before. So I'm going to watch it again. You're going to watch it again. Yeah. And I watched it again last week. So. <laughs> uh, apparently you don't see people calling you on your phone. I did the iPhone update and now my phone is ruined. I've told you this what a thousand you? times. Every time uh, Apple's like, please update your phone. And eventually I, I hold out until my phone barely works like it's just like please none of these apps will work unless you update this piece of shit phone and then i update it and the phone is always ruined i don't know what i did the phone called a person the other day oh, yeah when we were on the phone it hung up, hung on, up you on you and called a man somehow and was like why are you calling me? And I was like, I don't know who you are. And he was like, well, you called me. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. Well, you know what? Sorry. I apologize for that. Uh, my phone's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to get off the phone. <laughs> Have a great day. Like, like, and then I also didn't see that you called. So I need to, I don't know. I don't, maybe oh, well. am I, am I on do not disturb? I don't think so. I don't know. You know, when you called now, I know when you called, I was on stage and uh, that's why I only have a minute of that set. Because it will interrupt me. Oh, really? Yeah, it will oh, interrupt the I'm recording. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. It was fine. It was fine. But that's why that happened. And then I left my phone on stage. Anyway, this is hot podcast banter. Right. These people, people are, are like, this. what? Eating it up. Just eating it up. Just Should we just like, go watch the episode? Let's just go watch the episode. Okay. Uh, guys, this has been 12 Questions Meeting After the Meeting with Anna and Jared. Oh, and by the way, shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex. <laughs> Uh, who is headlining, I think for the first time. Oh, cool. Yeah, headlining in Hemet, California. Hemet. 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 I've done that gig. It's. Uh, I buried an uh, alcoholic uncle who drank himself to death in Hemet. Whoa. Yeah. R.I.P. alcoholic Hemet uncle. Yeah. Wow. It seems like a place where you do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> It really does. Uh, so that's that's where Alex is tonight. I'll have to invite him to the meeting one of these days, and we can do a meeting. Alex, after say the hi meeting. to my dead uncle Richard. Hey, say hi to dead uncle Richard. All right, guys. Uh, hey, Jared, if nobody's told you this today, I love you. Love you too. Yeah. If you're listening to this today, if you made it through this whole episode, God bless <laughs> Congratulations. you. Congratulations. And uh, we love you. Bye.